At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Hour number two, Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. I am here live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. James comes to us via Denver, Colorado. Sunday night football underway in Pittsburgh. Just coming down to the final seconds of the first quarter. Currently no score on the board. James, you were on the under in the first half. You got that at 21, so the under looking good so far. Well, it looks like we'll have a scoreless first quarter. Currently, the Seattle Seahawks have the ball deep in their own territory. Uh, in the live market here, Pittsburgh is a 3.5-point favorite. They closed as 5.5-point favorites. Some stores here in Las Vegas even had them as 6-point favorites, but now down to 3.5-point favorites in the total Really crashing. You've got the first half at 21. The full game right now, James, at 32. <laughs> I know. I see uh, 32 and a half. Juice to the under as well. It's juiced under. <laughs> like, not a lot of faith in the books thinking that the offense. And think about where they're at offensively. And considering we talked about that with Big Ben and the offensive line, the new offensive line, young offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Big Ben's struggles to push the ball down the field for any kind of big plays, and Pittsburgh hasn't been able to run the ball between behind this new offensive line. And then for Seattle, really going to have to be conservative with, with Geno Smith getting his first start in basically almost four seasons. So, And that's exactly what's played out right now. I think the, the key here is looking at now we're rolling into the second quarter it's it's game of field position. Only two first downs through that first quarter for both teams. Not a, no playmaking going on out there right now. Which is the first team, Brady? That's going to make uh, which team is going to make that mistake? And it's going to happen offensively, right? It, whether it's a fumble or a tur- uh, a turnover, a fumble, or more so, which quarterback is able to play a cleaner game? I think that's where we're at right now. It's a struggle. Both teams offensively. Roethlisberger throwing for fifty two yards in the first quarter. Geno Smith throwing for 37, and majority of that came on really just a lot of missed tackles on a dump off on third and long that it was able to create a big play out of the backfield. I think it was Alex Collins that had a big run, or actually it was Travis Homer who had a big run on that 27 yards receiving. So no big play potential on either of these teams. So yeah, as far as my first half bet concern, under 21, I wonder what it's going to look like come halftime. That might be the total. That might be the game total when we get down there, considering how inept both these offenses look right now, Brady. Uh, yes, as you mentioned, going into the second quarter, Seattle still has the ball, and they are facing a second and three. 
backed up pretty deep around their own 20-yard line or so. Uh, all right, let's take a look at uh, some of the consensus plays for the contests out here. Also, Circus Survivor, of course, James, you are sweating the Pittsburgh Steelers, your selection with your entries that remain in Circa Survivor. But if you look at the consensus picks in the Circa Millions, quite a day for the consensus picks as they go 4-1. and one. The only loser was the Cleveland Browns. The Packers cover 4.5. The Dallas Cowboys quite a cover there in overtime. You don't always get a touchdown in overtime, especially on the second possession. New England got the ball first. They punted it. Gave it to Dallas, and then uh, only needing a field goal to win the game, they end up scoring a touchdown. So they cover that game at minus three and a half point favorites. The Chiefs cover pretty easily over the Washington football team, and then a wild one. The fifth most popular pick in the Circa Millions was the Minnesota Vikings laying just one point. That ended up going to overtime as well. They get a touchdown on their first drive. So the consensus in the Circa goes four and one. In the Westgate, they went 3-2. and two. They had one pick that was different. The Chargers were one of the top five picks in the Westgate contest. They also had the Browns, the Packers, the Cowboys, and the Chiefs, but the Chargers was a loser in a big way to the Baltimore Ravens. So a 3-2 and two and a 4-1 and one for the consensus picks in the contests out here, James. Uh, I always say you can never argue with a 3-2, and two, and of course 4-1 and one is excellent. So a lot of happy people in the football contests after week six. Especially this morning, a lot of favorites coming through this morning. I don't know if there was a favorite that uh, any dogs that came through outside. Only Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, I guess, I, I, if we're to that's the early, early morning. Then <laughs> right. the normal morning. Yeah, no, or the early games. Let's just call the 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 normal start time here. Yeah, all the favorites came through except for, and then we get to the second half. And thinking about, we talked about that game yesterday. We had Derek Stevens on along with Jeffrey Benson. On in the studio yesterday, they come on every Saturday to talk about the consensus plays for both the Circa Millions as well as the Survivor Contest and what that looks like. And that was the one that threw up the big red flag to me when we talked about which one was the top play in the Circa Millions. It was, the, the top play was the Browns, and I was really skeptical of that, just feeling like, thinking about, and this is something we have to take, now that we're getting into the the meat of the schedule now, teams have played six games unless you had a bye, right? Now you're uh, roughly a third into your season. Like this, The season starts to take a toll. We see that through the attrition of injuries, but also you have to consider the emotional the emotional toll that some of these games take, as well as not only the physical, but also the emotional toll, Brady. And that game between the Browns and the Chargers last week, great game as far as, you know, whether you're betting on it or being a, a spectator and being a fan of that game, fun game to watch, tons of points putting on the board, great plays on both sides, really exciting football game, but it took a lot out of both of those teams, and that's why I was skeptical of the Browns going into this matchup. Yeah, you talk about the, the COVID and those issues going on with the Cardinals, but there were some key injuries with the Browns, namely on the offensive line. Both tackles were out there. You didn't have, you didn't have Chubb running the football today either. You just saw a complete flat effort out of the Browns because I think that game, and you saw it out of the Chargers too, that game took so much out of those teams last week emotionally, physically, that neither team showed up today. So I was really skeptical of that. We talked about that on the show. And, yeah, the Browns completely were they, – they, they did not have the effort or the energy or the focus from a, from a mental standpoint or a physical standpoint based on the injury. So it's things to watch out for as you move through the season – yeah, you're on a roll, you're winning football games, but how much did those games take out of you, and how does that perform the next week? And we saw that really affect the Browns today. They were not in that game from start to finish. We were talking about uh, Defensive Player of the Year awards in our Consider It, Book It, or Drop It segment, and one of the contestants uh, that we were considering was T.J. Watt. Just made a great play in the Sunday night football game on third and one, jumped up and batted down a Geno Smith pass, forcing another punt. And maybe the Seahawks have blinked first here, James. It was a really awful punt, giving Pittsburgh great field position early in the second quarter here, still about 13 and a half minutes left. And they're at about their own 45-yard line. No score in the ballgame. Pittsburgh now moves to a minus four-and-a-half point favorite in the live market with this good start off of that lousy punt by the Seahawks. Uh, taking a look at the Circa Survivor plays, James, uh, of course, you are on the Steelers here. 277 contestants along with yourself uh, hoping for the Steelers to get a win tonight. 1,185 contestants had the Colts, and that was just a, an easy one. You mentioned it was 10-3 to 3 at the half, but the rest of the way, 
that was an absolute yawner and uh, a laugher for the Colts backers in that game. Eleventh, or excuse me, 1,011, 1,185 contestants will move on to Week Seven with that correct selection, and then 385 participants move on with the Los Angeles Rams, a very easy win over the New York Giants. And then you had the Chiefs. The Chiefs had 238 people select them. They had an easy one over the Washington football team. No real drama there at the top of the board. But seven people did lose with the Dolphins, James, and one person selected the Jaguars. That's a winner. <laughs> yeah, good for them. I-, I wonder if maybe that was the double option. I know Derek Stevens likes to do He talks about that a lot as far as game strategy, game theory coming involved. And you talk about, well, am I ever going to take the Miami Dolphins? And when am I ever going to take the J- Jacksonville Jaguars? Because ultimately, if you want to make it through, and let's say it goes through the entirety of the season, based on how they've done it there at Circa with the Survivor, you've got 20 weeks, and you're going to have to pick. <laughs> you got a lot of teams to pick. You're going to have to pick some bad teams at some point. I wonder if that Jaguars also had the Miami Dolphins. But to that point there, whether you did or not, you got the Jaguars. You won that game. You're moving on. But thinking about the selections today, and, yeah, you talked about the Colts, and I thought about the Colts, and you know, you're playing the Houston Texans. You were, we're seeing now the haves and the have-nots. And – where can we just, all right, who is Houston playing next week? We'll just keep firing against them week in and week out as the season progresses here. But thinking about the Colts, I just I didn't want to play the Colts based on the fact that I think there's better spots for the Colts. Not so much better spots, but they, they have a home game against the Jets. They have a home game against Jacksonville. So there's, there's some other games that would be coming up later in the season that I felt like this was probably, for me, for Pittsburgh, this might be the only time I would play Pittsburgh outside of I know they do have Detroit, but I hate the scheduling spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You look at where they're sitting, that's a sandwich spot for sure for the Pittsburgh Steelers when they do face the Lions. But, man, Brady, we talk about Survivor. Not a whole lot of folks went down because clearly the better teams did handle their business today and not only winning the game, but really just burying those bad teams. And the Pittsburgh Steelers look like uh, they are in a first-and-goal situation. Roethlisberger hits Fryermuth, the tight end there, and he's at about the eight-yard line. So first-and-goal for Pittsburgh coming up with about 10 minutes and 45 seconds left in the second quarter. Still no score in the ball game uh, as they are just underway in the second quarter, and Pittsburgh is driving. How did you do uh, in the contest, James? Sansu C., uh, we we are two and two currently. Got lucky with that Dallas Cowboys cover. Uh, that got us our second win of the day. So currently sitting at two and two. And then we have the Buffalo Bills on Monday night minus five and a half. How about you, my friend? Today and honestly, I have to go back and retract. That was I am sitting. I am sitting the same here. I am sitting two and two right now as far as the content. Oh, actually. It, no, it was two. It was a two and three day. That game is over. That's right. It was a different. That's kind of the thing. We have multiple contests. I have multiple entries, so it's they're not always the same. But where I'm looking at right now, it was a two and three day. I guess consensus wise, two and three as I sit right now through the day. Not a good day for the contest. Honestly, Brady struggling right now through the early season when it comes to the contest plays. So, going to have to start looking contrarian with a lot of these plays as we move forward. But the quarterlies are still alive each and every quarter. So, something also to consider depending on where you're sitting in the standings. Doesn't matter. Each quarterly, you have a chance to score two. The beauty of the quarterlies, of course, invented by Derek Stevens. And thank you to him for that because we always have new life. We'll be right back on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you, keeping track of Sunday night football. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they straw, uh, straw, draw first blood. They are up 7 to nothing on the Seattle Seahawks, James, and it nearly went uh, bad for Pittsburgh as they had first and goal. They threw it into uh, the Seattle line there. They batted the ball straight up into the air and nearly intercepted it. And then on second and goal, Ben Roethlisberger hits Najee Harris for about a seven-yard pass and the score. The extra point is good, seven to nothing. Pittsburgh Steelers, and now in the live market, they move to seven and a half point favorites. Your total comes down to thirty-five and a half. It was as low as thirty-two and a half. Now at thirty-five and a half. And just real quick here, James, uh, I know you obviously have a big position on the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Survivor contest, but if you were live betting this, is getting seven and a half with the Seahawks attractive to you right now? I don't think so. I think what we've seen out of Seattle offensively, it's it's what we talked about to open the show going to be with 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 the quarterback position and the change there not only with Russell Wilson being able we know what a playmaker he is and how dynamic he is and so hard to game plan for but just the confidence that he brings to your team when you have him out there we were talking about in the last segment with the Chicago Bears against the Green Bay Packers and you have Aaron Rodgers out there and yeah Rodgers didn't have a huge statistic from a statistical standpoint a monster game, but he had three touchdowns, and he just brings this sense of calm and composure and competitiveness that shows out. And I think that's where it's hard right now with Seattle. You got Geno Smith, who hasn't made a uh, start since 2017. Now it's on him. What are we going to see offensively from this team? And it's been very conservative so far. They haven't really been able to move the football. He was just 6 of 9, I believe, throwing the football. His biggest pass was for 27 yards. But really, that was a dump-off pass that the Steelers missed three tackles on. So it's been a very conservative game plan right now for Seattle. Do you want to, I guess you think of it that way, do you trust Geno Smith to be able to make some plays to get you back into this game? And that's where I just... I don't say he can't do it, but it's not one that I feel like I'm going to put my money on to say, yeah, this is a quarterback that can bring us back and keep us within that number. If I want to get involved live betting, I would not be getting involved right now with the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from it as well. Uh, we will see what happens. Uh, under 10 minutes left now in the second quarter, and the Steelers up 7 to nothing Again, 7.5-point favorites in the live market with a total of 35.5. James, the Kansas City Chiefs moved to 500 on the season Relatively easy effort over the Washington football team today in Landover, Maryland. 31-13, to your final. The Chiefs with the win and the cover. The game stays well under the total. And I tell you what, maybe the biggest takeaway is here, the Kansas City defense only allowing 13 points and 276 yards of total offense out of the Washington football team. And 
I know the wind was blowing out there in Maryland. We talked about that on the preview of this game, and the under saw some action uh, with the high winds out there. But, boy, that is a huge turnaround for this Kansas City defense, what we've seen out of them so far through the first five games. I wonder if it's the defense or just the ineptitude of the Washington football team offensively with Taylor Heineke. And, and you know, not a, they had the lead, actually, did Washington at halftime. They had a 13-10 to 10 lead and some turnovers from Mahomes. He had two more interceptions today. They sacked him three times, did the Washington football team defense. But, but ultimately, you're just getting a Washington football team that on both sides of the football, they just can't sustain competitive play, sufficient play. You know, it's just not sustainable for 60 minutes. Somewhere there's going to be a breakdown. And the fact that they you couldn't score on this Kansas City defense in the second half. You go in with the lead at halftime. Small lead, but you're up 13-10. to 10. You're feeling good about yourselves, where you stand right now. You're playing against the, the defending, the two-time defending AFC champions. And you have the lead, and then you put up a zero in the second half. And you're playing a defense that we've well documented, one of the worst defenses in the league. Where is this Washington football team at going forward right now? I think that's the bigger thing. We're just not seeing adjustments made. We're not seeing them in-game. Obviously, no adjustments made by Washington at halftime. The fact that you put up zero points against that defense in the second half at home, mind you. And yeah, wind, what have you. Both teams got to play in the same conditions. Nothing out of the Washington football team. This is just... Right now, this is really a wreck of a football team, especially with the hype of coming in and what it was going to look like for that defense rolling in and Fitzpatrick and obviously Fitzpatrick going down to start the season in game one kind of hurt what that looked like offensively. But man, this is just, it's a struggle right now. And I think it falls on the coaching staff. And this is a veteran coaching staff. Brady, you're talking about Ron Revere and as well as he did to change the culture and clean up all the damage control he had to do rolling in last year to take over that dysfunctional franchise. That's one thing. But now you have to do, and it starts with X's and O's come game day, and then in between the numbers during the game, you have to be able to adjust and just not seeing it right now to this Washington football team. This is just a wreck of a team right now. Yeah, I agree with you. The 13 points, let's not read into it too heavy. This Kansas City defense isn't all of a sudden awesome. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with Washington, and and I'm not any more impressed really by Kansas City at this point. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you mentioned the two interceptions today. That's eight interceptions on the year through six games. All of last season, he had he had five. So and already eight interceptions for Patrick Mahomes this year. Um, and we've talked about this before. They were just kind of set up for regression this year, and I, and I believed it was going to happen, especially after a Super Bowl loss. We typically see that out of teams that lose the Super Bowl, and Kansas City had exceeded expectations for probably three years in a row, went to two straight Super Bowls. You just felt eventually they were going to slip, and we're seeing it happen before our eyes, but they do get a good win today, a much-needed win to move back to 500 on the year. Uh, the Chiefs are in Nashville next Sunday to take on the Titans, and the Washington football team will be at Lambeau Field to battle the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota and Carolina. This was the outlier as far as the morning slate of games, James. Just about every other game on the morning slate was a blowout, but this was a wild one. The Panthers were trailing by eight with just a minute left. They get a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie it. The Vikings, just like they did last week, they come back the other way with about 30 seconds left in the game. They line up for a 47-yard field goal to win it in regulation, and this time it's wide right, and they head to overtime. Minnesota wins the toss. They get a touchdown to win the game, 34-28. to The final game goes well over the total, and the Vikings really cover all the numbers. They started the week as a one-point underdog. They closed as two-and-a-half-point favorites, and they're now tied with the Bears in the NFC North at 3-3, three and three. and after starting out 3-0, and oh, the Panthers have dropped three in a row. Yeah, Panthers, total struggle, and it's really, you talk about the offensive side, and that's where it comes down to another, we talked about Sam Darnold, and man, having flashbacks of being a New York Jet, that's what he was last week, and really struggled throwing the football, had three interceptions last week, now only one interception this week, <laughs> only, you shouldn't be turning the football over years there to make plays, one interception this week, was sacked four times, but just not seeing, not reading the field, just not reading defense. Is totally struggling right now. He was 17 out of 41 throwing the football was Sam Darnold. And 
Yeah, Christian McCaffrey not being out there, that's a huge loss anytime you know he's such a threat to be able to score from anywhere on the field, not just running the football, but moving him outside of the out, outside of the backfield, catching the football, just a dynamic playmaker. So definitely hurts not having him there. But he missed a lot of games last year, and I know Sam Darnold was not there last year, but we saw a much better performance week in and week out, more consistent performance offensively out of the Carolina Panthers. Right now, talk about total regression. Absolutely, after those first three games, the shine is worn off. It is a dull, sh- it, it, this is a dull offense right now, not making any plays. And how much of that is on Sam Darnold, and also how much of that is on that coaching staff, starting with the head coach, Matt Rule? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, James. I, you and I both kind of expected a bounce back out of the Carolina Panthers today, and it really didn't come on until late when they were kind of out of the game. I mean, they tied it up, but. You know, they really didn't do a whole lot. Like you mentioned, Sam Darnold, he throws an interception, I believe, on their very first offensive series and has uh, just 17 completions uh, with over 40 attempts. I mean, that's not the kind of stat line you're looking for. And, you know, this on the on the scorecard looks like kind of a close game goes to overtime. But uh, no, I you know, the. You can give Carolina a couple passes. The the one down in Big D when they lost to the Cowboys last week was really tough. You know, Philadelphia just hung on and wouldn't go away. But then to lose again today, and I know it's going to help a heck of a lot when McCaffrey comes back. But, um, you know, I thought this team was going to be pretty impressive this year. But uh, the last, you know, a couple games in this three-game skid have not been all that impressive at all. Uh, one number Minnesota did not cover was uh, the plus eight and a half on my teaser leg with Carolina. So <laughs> I get that one home. I had that teased with the Chiefs uh, down to just favored by half a point. So that one looks good. Uh, Minnesota, they are on their bye week next week. And the Carolina Panthers will be in New York to face the Giants. We'll see if they can get healthy against the New York football Giants. And maybe Christian McCaffrey will be back for that one. We'll roll on with more here on the Pro Football Blitz back in just a moment at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VEASAN Basketball Betting Experts. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy, advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. The NBA Digital Guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now. For just $9.99, it's all available at vcin.com slash subscribe. I've taken a look at that NBA betting guide, James, and it is a dandy. Jonathan Von Tobel with a great job, and they will tip off in NBA action next week. I believe it's Tuesday the 19th. We are underway for the season. Check that out at vcin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. Keeping an eye on Sunday night football, the Pittsburgh Steelers out to a 7 to nothing lead, and they are driving again. They've been a beneficiary of a couple penalties on this drive. A face mask really was the kickstarter for the Pittsburgh Steelers as they move well into Seattle territory. And we have now hit the two-minute warning here for the first half, James. You, of course, had under 21 for the first half and right now just seven points on the board but it looks like Pittsburgh is going to at least be able to add a field goal here pretty soon yeah they're sitting it's going into the two-minute warning third and three on the Seattle 12 is where Pittsburgh sits right now and you know it's never it's never under until it's over Brady (laughs) and I'm thinking about one of the Brutal beats that I took as far as the total was concerned with the uh, 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 Cowboys versus New England. Bill Belichick. Ooh. Yeah, let's go ahead and give a. Oh, my goodness. It, uh, anyhow, we're moving forward. This is what we do. And we're used to taking bad beats. But that was a big position there that ended up taking on an alternate line that I got hurt with. But I got two more minutes to kill. And I think at this point here, depending on thinking about where Pittsburgh is offensively, this is not a team that's. They're grinding it out. Yes, they've had some short fields. They've gotten a couple penalties to their benefit, and that's kind of what you need to have when you're talking about the the offense for the Steelers. This is not going to be an explosive offense. And with Seattle, and Brady, we talked about this before the game started. And Yeah, the the team's going to rally. We know we don't have Russell Wilson out there, and we got to rally behind Geno Smith, but 
you know, you got to make some plays too. And what happens when your leader's not there and now you're down? They're down seven, potentially going to be maybe another score here. They're in field goal range for sure for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You might be down two scores going into halftime. It's one thing to rally and be charged up and fired up for your team, and we're going to rally together and give our best effort. But when when you're down, that's when you miss Russell Wilson the most. We know his playmaking ability they're going to miss, but just the confidence that he keeps from drive to drive, possession to possession for for the Seattle Seahawks. No, and even if they're down, we still have Russ out there. We're still in this football game. I just wonder if they fall behind two scores here going into halftime. I don't think that's going to be the mindset for Seattle. So I'm going to be interested to see what happens here on this last drive prior to the prior to halftime. And then we'll talk about what that line looks like, the live line going into halftime, because I just don't see a very confident Seattle Seahawks team right now. Yeah, right now the live line in favor of Pittsburgh by 12 and a half and your total back down to 32 and a half. James, the Los Angeles Chargers visiting the Baltimore Ravens was supposed to be a dandy, but uh, boy, it, it was not. It was really no contest very early as the Baltimore Ravens took a 17 to 6 lead into halftime and the Chargers never scored another point. And I thought what was really interesting or odd and confusing about some of these early games, it did happen in the afternoon as well, but especially in the early slate of games, so many of these coaches going for it on fourth down, and not only that, deep in their own territory. Brandon Staley of the Chargers did it a number of times. Dan Campbell with Detroit, Vic Fangio in Denver, Joe Judge with the Giants, and it it seems like these guys, they don't know when you're supposed to go, it on, uh, go for it on fourth down and when you're not supposed to. It's like, well, you know, everybody's doing it, so I guess I will too. I, I feel like that now they're falling into this trap of, well, this you're not supposed to kick a field goal. You're not supposed to punt. You're supposed to, the analytics say, all those guys crunching numbers, sitting there on spreadsheets, who never actually stepped on the field and actually put a hat and played the football game before. They're the ones saying, well, this is the percentage of what you're supposed to do. No, early in that football game, I'm glad he did because the Ravens were a big play for me, and it was Ravens from start to finish. And you think about, yeah, you're thinking about the analytics of the game and what the percentages are. You can't go for it that early. They were, where was that, Brady? That was in Not when you're on your own 23-yard line or something like that. I mean, I just think that's ridiculous. You're handing the other team points. Totally, and you're playing on the road, and this was going to be, and and we and the th- think about this, and the, the the reason why I love the Ravens so much in this spot was thinking about how the the Chargers won that football game last week. Now against the Browns, this is a great game, a really competitive game, a lot of big plays to be made on both sides, but it was a game of attrition. You think about how many players went out in that game with injuries, some key players too. Maybe not the big key players that you see, that the big names and that are going to affect the point spread, but we talked about that yesterday, Brady. We talked about the Chargers being deficient. They were going to they lost one of their linebackers in that game, Tranquil. He was out. He's their third leading tackler. Also, Asterly, he's the free safety. He's their second leading tackler. All those plays that they make are up the box. Now, this is one of the teams you're talking about the Chargers. They're worst in the league when it comes to stopping the run. Now you're going to miss your second and your third leading tacklers. Who's going to step in and fill in for them? Rookies in both of those spots. I thought just thought that was a tough spot for those rookies to have to go in, especially playing against a team the way that we know the Baltimore Ravens are going to play football. Now, thinking about Lamar Jackson, he was not sharp today. He had a lot of open passes that he missed. They left a lot of points. I know they put a hat on him 34-6. to He left a lot of points on the field by some really, really inaccurate throws that he had. But ultimately, this was going to be a tough spot for the Chargers to have to go in. They have the bye week coming up here, nursing a lot of injuries, and then you're going to go for it on your own territory early in the game. You get stuffed, and it really just set the mindset, not only for the players not being fully involved, but also with the coaching staff, really questionable judgment. And I know last week went for it a lot on fourth down, and yeah, yeah, you're you're such a winner. You keep rolling sevens, keep rolling sevens. Well, he crapped out today early in that game, and look what it cost him. Absolutely it did. Good, good for me because I, I had a big play on the Ravens. Uh, but from that standpoint here, yeah, it's week to week, and you got to understand the situation. And early in the game, that is not the time to be going on your own territory, especially on the road, knowing that your defense is already soft as it was and really banged up going in that matchup. The Pittsburgh Steelers are into the end zone. The extra point is good, and now 14 to nothing with just about a minute left 
in the first half, 14 to nothing over the Seattle Seahawks. The Chargers will head into their bye week next week. Probably good timing. Uh, they can reset, you know, figure out how they're going to do a better job stopping the run, get those guys back healthy that you mentioned, Adderley, some of their tacklers on that team. They're still 4-2 and two and atop the AFC West, so no reason for panic. Probably a good time uh, for the Chargers to take a week off. The Baltimore Ravens, they're at 5-1, and one, and they will host Cincinnati in a divisional tilt next week. Uh, the number over the summer on that one was Ravens minus 10. I don't think we're going to see that. Cincinnati looked pretty good today. And speaking of Cincinnati, we talked about that being a bad spot for them uh, taking on the Detroit Lions, you know, out of division, out of conference with the Ravens coming up next on the schedule. But uh, apparently there was not a flat spot for the Cincinnati Bengals at all today. They absolutely suffocated the Detroit Lions. The Lions did not score until the fourth quarter, and it was garbage time. They're now 0-6 and the only winless team in the league, James. Man, that was the haves and the have-nots, and then the have-have-have-not-not-not-nots. That's the Detroit Lions. And I know they've they've really suffered some tough losses, and they're used to suffering tough losses. Last heart last week against Minnesota, heartbreaking loss on a long-distance field goal against the Vikings a couple weeks prior to that with the Baltimore Ravens. Same thing with Justin Tucker hitting a 66-yard field goal at the basically at the horn, but... Man, another one with the Lions. We know they're devoid of talent, but they come in, they compete, and they play hard. But again, some more questionable calls and decisions from the coaching staff of when to go for it on fourth down, those types of things. Like, I think they're, sometimes these guys are just trying to, okay, well, this is what the new trends are, and it says this is what you should do. And it's kind of interesting. You talked about Staley with the Chargers, and you know he's that new breed, the the new generation coming in as the young head coach, and this is the style that we, this is our mindset going into it. We are going to play analytics. But Dan Campbell, maybe he's starting to fall into that trap sometimes. Not saying that that's a bad thing. And there's certain times where, yeah, I'm, I'm all about not kicking the football, especially when it comes to place kickers and field goal kickers. But, man, the Detroit Lions, uh, bad football team. But as far as the Bengals were concerned, wondering how are they going to bounce back from the loss that they had to Green Bay going really punch for punch against the Packers and losing in really a, a demoralizing fashion and knowing full well they got a huge divisional game coming up with the Ravens the following week. Where was that mindset going to be for the Bengals now being a favorite going on the road? But as far as the Detroit Lions are concerned, man, what kind of how far does this set them back? It was a just an awful performance in every shape and form of that game on both sides of the football special teams and the coaching decision. Man, this is a rough it's gonna be a rough season for Detroit Lions sitting at 0-6. Good for me with Survivor. I gotta keep looking at that Lions schedule, keep firing against them as we continue through Survivor. Well, I'll tell you what, the future is not any brighter for the Detroit Lions, James, as they head to Los Angeles next week to face the Rams. Uh, over the summer the Rams were made a twelve point favorite. I have a feeling it's going to be higher than that. Uh, this might be one of the higher spreads of the entire year. The Rams hosting the Detroit Lions in Week 7. We'll come back with more of the Pro Football Blitz in just a moment right here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to this segment of the Pro Football Blitz as presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternatives that can be enjoyed on the go, anywhere, and anytime. So you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine, is for adult use only, 21 years or older. Learn more to find more about your local retailer at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz, and we want to go over our best bets. We give these out on the Saturday edition of the Pro Football Blitz, and then we grade them here on Sunday night. And uh, I started my morning with uh, you know a little breakfast, very early, cup of coffee, six thirty Pacific time, and a winner with the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three and a half. And we mentioned that early in the program, James. We saw some late action come in. On Jacksonville, I saw all the way down to one and a half point underdogs. Uh, they were before this one kicked off at Tottenham Stadium, and and it was certainly a little bit of a sweat there, uh, and not a pretty game. Uh, Jacksonville had some chances, but really made some great play calls down the stretch. Ended up turning a 62 yard field goal into a 53 yard attempt with a great play. Just a few seconds left on the clock, and they knock one through the uprights to get their first win. And of course cash that plus three and a half ticket. That was a nice way to start. Uh, followed it up with the morning slate of games with the Chiefs. I had a two-team six-point teaser. Chiefs down to just minus a half a point with the Panthers up to eight and a half. And then one more two-team six-point teaser that is not finished yet. I do have uh, the Chicago Bears on a leg plus ten and a half. That just barely gets there as they lose by ten. Uh, the other leg of that teaser is Seattle plus 11. And I tell you what, they're about to go to halftime here. 14 to nothing, Pittsburgh all over Seattle. And I am not feeling real good about that plus 11. Prior to the game, I thought, you know, very low total game. The in-game totals all the way down to 32 and a half. I'm getting 11 points, but boy, this Seattle team does not look very promising right now. Well, and the issue with Seattle, we know Russell Wilson not being there, big issue offensively, but this is not a good defense either. So it's not like, wow, we got the defense. We'll still rally around. We'll keep this game close. It's a bad football team when it comes to the defensive side. The last four games for Seattle, minimum they've given up 450 yards per contest defensively. So not that not that uh, Big Ben is slinging the ball all over the yard and Pittsburgh's driving up and down the field, but they're making the most of the field position. I think that was the key in this. Who's going to get better field position based on the defense, being able to get some three and outs, or maybe we saw a poor punt, some penalties that went against Seattle, and that's what Pittsburgh has been able to do They've been able to take advantage of a couple short fields. Their first drive for a touchdown was just 52 yards. The second drive was a long drive. Took 
14 plays, 84 yards, and just a very, you know, matriculating the ball down the field, Mr. Hank Stram. That's exactly what Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> did in that second drive. And, yeah, and right now we move to halftime. It is 14 to nothing, so cash that. That was my – well, we're talking about best bets. That was my biggest bet, honestly, Brady, because I was chasing a bad beat loss that I had in that Cowboys total. So good bet for me there with that total in the first half coming under 20 for, to under 21 in that first half as it closes now. Pittsburgh Steelers leading 14 to nothing at the half. Now I'm looking at that live line night now, Brady. Going in live line, Pittsburgh Steelers – Favored 15 and a half with a total of 34 and a half. I don't know. I, thinking about the teaser, yeah, you've got, you, you're going to need a break. You're going to need something to happen. And not that Big Ben is not capable of throwing the football to the wrong team or making a bad play here, but you're going to have to have a short field for the Seattle Seahawks offense. If they're going to have to go 75, 80 yards and have a full 10, 12 play drive right now with Geno Smith. There's just no confidence offensively. He is not seeing the field. Not he's throwing. He's throwing more balls to Pittsburgh as far as them knocking the balls down at the line of scrimmage than he has completed passes right now. Just a struggle right now with Geno Smith offensively. Hopefully, Pete Garrell reverts back to his USC days uh, for the halftime break here. I think his halftime adjustments at USC were some of the best I've ever seen in college football. <laughs> See if he can uh, pull a rabbit out of his hat here and uh, go back in time and maybe come up with a second-half adjustment here for the Seattle Seahawks to just stay within 11. I know you need to win this bet for your survivor uh, entry. I'm rooting for that. Uh, I'm hopefully going to get these Seattle Seahawks inside 11, and I can cash another teaser there. One of my best bets for the day. Uh, you hit the Ravens. That one was uh, just a, a no-brainer there. You laid two points on the money line, or excuse me, you laid two points, minus 120 there, a little bit of juice. That one was easy. Like I say, the Chargers, it was 17-6 to at halftime. They never scored another point in the ball game. They lose that one handily. The Texans... Uh, it looked good at halftime. They were down by seven, but then they just fell asleep. The Colts rolled the west, uh, rest of the way with that one. Your third best bet of the day, though, James, I think is interesting as you have an opportunity here. You did a two-team alternate line uh, alternate line parlay. You took the Packers on the money line at a pick at minus 225. That one is obviously in. The other leg of that parlay is the Bills, and again, this is an alternate line parlay, the Bills at plus one, uh, plus one and a half, rather, at minus 250. So now you have a, a, a scenario here. By the way, this pays a little better than even money at plus 102. You have the Titans getting probably six points for Monday night. There are still some five and a halfs in the market, but a lot of sixes as well. So you've got possibly a seven-point middle window there. Are you considering possibly doing something like that, or are you going to stick with a good hand, as they say? I think I'll just stick with a good hand because I just think on the Tennessee side, I just don't like where I don't like where they're at right now. This is thinking about the Bills and the big win that they had last week in Arrowhead on Sunday night football, beating the Kansas City Chiefs, especially as decisively as they did from start to finish, basically revent, you know, really redeeming themselves for the poor performance in the AFC Championship game, not getting not going to the Super Bowl. That might be all right, maybe this is the flat spot for the Bills, but no, this is a game that circled for them. They only lost three games in the regular season, did the Buffalo Bills last year. Of those three games, one of those losses came at the hands of the Tennessee Titans, and it was just an ugly game from start to finish. Three turnovers, ten penalties, a number of defensive players were not playing in that game for the Buffalo Bills. Scheduling quirky spot because of COVID, they played on a Tuesday night. So a lot of things went against Buffalo. I think this is a game where they want to redeem themselves from their poor performance last year and the fact that Mentioned all the injuries that they had. There was a lot of guys missing defensively for the Buffalo Bills in that contest. Well, not so much this year going into this matchup on Monday Night Football. There is nobody hurt. They have nobody listed on the injury report. They have two guys listed on IR, and those weren't even players. That was back in, in the summer, and they're not, they're not players on that team. They're just back-end roster players. Nobody is as healthy right now as the Buffalo Bills. Nobody is as confident rolling into this game as the Buffalo Bills. Maybe I'll look for a middle or try to see where I go come in game. But right now, I don't want to deal with the Tennessee Titans. They got a number of injuries, too. And then this is just not a good football team. A lot of issues on the defensive side from last year have carried over to this year. Not getting after quarterback again like last year. No pressure on the quarterback. The back end of the defense really suffers because of that. And I know offensively they should get both A.J. have Brown back this week as well as Julio Jones and running the football with Derrick Henry. But... You've got a fully 
fully healthy Buffalo Bills team right now rolling into this matchup, a fully motivated Buffalo Bills team rolling into this game, wanting to redeem themselves from last year. I don't think I'll play the Tennessee side, at least not prior to kickoff. I'll see how the game plays out and see if I want to get involved. But right now, I feel really good about my spot, taking the Bills plus one and a half, plus money, small plus price, but plus 102. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I like the Bills in this game as well, and we have hashed this game out quite a bit here on the Pro Football Blitz. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it as well. It looks like a natural letdown spot, but because of what Tennessee did to the Buffalo Bills last season, I think you can kind of eliminate that, and, and I'm with you. And, and, you know, why mess? Why get greedy? You've got a good bet that yeah. you made here, and half of it's in already, so I, I wouldn't mess around with it either and, you know, try and push your luck. Uh, the New York Giants took a lot of money in this matchup with the Los Angeles Rams. This line was 10.5 on the opener this week in favor of the Los Angeles Rams, James. And by kickoff, it was all the way down to 7.5. And, and what's the old rule of thumb in the NFL? If a line moves three or more points in one direction, go the other way. And that was absolutely the case as the Rams just throttled the Giants. 38-11, to 11, your final score. New York scored just three points, and they did not score again until there were six minutes left in the game. The Rams put up 28 points in the second quarter alone. This was just a one-way street for the Rams, and clearly we talked about the haves and the have-nots. The Rams are the have, and we know the latter is the Giants and the have-nots. And Daniel Jones coming back, I was really shocked that he was even going to be able to play in this matchup considering he had the concussion last week against Dallas. But, man, that was a – can you have a double concussion? I mean, he staggered off the field, and maybe he was better off staying in the concussion protocol because they did nothing offensively. Just an awful performance all the way around for the New York Giants. Never in this football game. Scored on the first drive. Field goal, and that was all she wrote. Party's over. Rams completely dominated from start to finish. The Giants will host the Panthers in Week 7, and the Rams will host the 0-6 Detroit Lions. We're back with more in a moment on the Pro Football Blitz right here at v At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.